0: Basically, what happens is the voice of the expert sometimes gets lost. And I got frustrated with that, the focus on the design process versus the voice of the expert. And it was very expensive to sell that. It was very expensive. Only large organizations could afford it. And I always wanted to grow businesses for facilitators who do workshops and for speakers who were also authors. But they couldn't afford it. Experts couldn't afford it to do it on their own. And finally, the market came, started changing. And there were ways to to figure out a way for people that have an established business to expand. And that's what I wanted to do, was help for that expansion. That market is going to triple. Over the next seven years,
1: welcome to The Authors Leverage, the podcast where we explore the journeys that await you beyond your book. I'm your host, Parshel Tashi, and in each episode, we connect with best selling authors, publishing experts, and industry pros to unveil the pathways that enable you to leverage and amplify your book for extraordinary impact and income. Whether you're a seasoned author or just embarking on your authorpreneur adventure, prepare to be inspired. Today, we're joined by a guest who's going to share some invaluable insights with us. But before I introduce them, I want to invite you to download your copy of our ebook and its companion digital workbook. It's called Five Ways to Get More Bang for Your Book. It's a comprehensive guide to supercharge your author journey, and you can find it below this episode, along with where you can connect with us on social media, subscribe, and rate the podcast. Now. Let's dive into today's episode and take a sneak peek into the future of your success as an author. Hello there. Uh, welcome back to the author's leverage. Today, we're talking about, if you're an author, if you're a speaker, more than likely, you're leaving money on the table <laughs> And so today that's the focus of this episode. we're going to talk about how, as an author and a speaker, oftentimes you guys are also speakers too, how we can really leverage our assets and stop leaving money on the table so. Um, I'm the perfect person to talk about this today. I would like to introduce you to Lynn Miller. Lynn spent the past 25 plus years as a learning business development expert and an award-winning enterprise sales executive in the e-learning software and services industry. Over the past several years, Lynn noticed business and operations for at least five years consistently um, and hit a bit of a plateau. They couldn't easily transition to a new level of visibility and scalability. This is what she noticed. Unfortunately, what they did have was a whole lot of content that exemplified the numerous ways they'd help their ideal clientele. They just needed someone to transform that content into a message that was both brand friendly and sales friendly. So at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, she designed the 10x Your Expertise Consulting Process. This process results in strategies that lead to new ways to monetize expertise and scale an expert's business. Lynn, thank you so much. Welcome to The Author's Leverage.
0: Thank you, nice to see you again.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I, I love this topic. This is honestly such a pertinent focal point. Clearly the author's leverage of what we stand for, right? There's so sure. much content that many of us are producing on a regular basis. And I love that you've developed the process to um, really help model that. Uh, so that way as an expert, you're, you're, you're always in a position of power when it comes to your content. Could you share a little bit about your story? Cause I know you transitioned from the e-learning industry to become a, a consultant that's focused on experts monetizing their content. So we'd love to hear more about your background and how you uh, made that transition.
0: Oh, that was, yeah, that was quite a, what do you call it? A, a journey. So I was in, starting in the year 2000, I started in the e-learning industry, selling one of the first learning management systems on the market. And then I transitioned into selling pre-learning products that were already existing. And then I put those two together and did both the the portals and the online content, and then said, "Oh, but what about what with, with the proprietary materials of a company?" So I transitioned into the custom learning area, and basically what happens is the voice of the expert sometimes gets lost, And I got frustrated with that with the focus on the design process versus the voice of the experts and, and especially then when fast forward a few years and it was very expensive to sell that it was very expensive only large organizations could afford it but i always wanted to grow businesses for facilitators who do workshops and for speakers who were also authors so i just saw this like open opportunity where Experts, I already knew the market. I already understood it and the complexity of it. Yeah. But they couldn't afford it. Experts couldn't afford it to do it on their own. And and finally, the market came, started changing. And there were ways to, to figure out a way for people that have an established business to expand. And that's what I wanted to do was help for that expansion. It's a, it's gonna that market is gonna triple over the next seven years.
1: Wow, exactly, and and in particular, I know that many authors and speakers, as you mentioned, like they hit this uh, plateau. Yeah. Of visibility and scalability, what are some of those challenges that are usually, you know, happening at that point that you've observed? And because I know that. Prevents them from leveraging their content for growth. So, what are some of those challenges that are in, at place once they're at that plateau? Let's say
0: there's it's a lot of work to sell a lot of books, and it, it's not really profitable. It's not that I don't think that authors' books are important, it's always interesting to have your contribution to the world put out there, but not enough people know what to do with that walk. And so you need to help them. And speaking is one way, another way to make them aware that the book exists and the mm-hmm. book, they go hand in hand. But then if you want to, you can speak about it and facilitate a little bit of interaction with people. So they are acting as facilitators as well. Exactly, And, and it's a funny thing is intuitively a speaker and a facilitator feel in, like yo's the fact that they're alive as an advantage. But if you take that live opportunity away, you take away the opportunity for every people to benefit from the expertise. And I don't want people to lose that opportunity.
1: It's such a special moment when you are in that sort of live capacity of being in your thought leadership and sharing it and it's happening in person with people. Yes.
0: And so I'm not expecting that necessarily you can replicate that exactly, but you can take Parts of that experience and shift it to a a blended approach Mm -hmm. where there's all kinds of methods you can tap into and all kinds of platforms. The key, the most important thing though, is if you're an expert, or even if you've written a book, you've written what 150, 250 pages Mm -hmm. uh, that are your expertise in your voice, and that's just dandy. The question is which part is going to be most impactful, you know, the learning experience. And what are you right. going to enjoy facilitating con- conversations about most? And those are the, the stories that contribute to that. So all those things take another set of eyes and ears in order for that to work.
1: Exactly. I've often seen it described. Yeah, I've, I've seen it described, actually, the best way that I remember is in a book called The Business of Expertise. I think it's by Dave. M- mm. no. Oh, I have to remember the, the, the author's name. It might be David Baker, if I'm not mistaken. But in his book, there was an image of a person standing in a glass jar, and the jar had a label outside of it. And the person, of course, inside the jar can't see what's outside. And oftentimes you need right someone like a Lynn who can help you to see. This is what's actually working. This is what is showing up and, and working really well and can be leverageable. I always love that imagery because, like you said, it's always supportive to have someone there to help expound upon uh, your your teaching and your thought leadership. In fact, oh, go for it.
0: The other thing that I've discovered is when you're an expert, you are in a constant, continuous learning mode. You are Mm -hmm. always learning, and you have new ideas and new thoughts. Guess what? The people who would benefit from your expertise most. Need to have the grounding in which the first thing you learned, or what you learned like five years ago, and you don't set context for that because you're showing the latest. And I really have learned, I when people say, Okay, we're going to talk about this, I said, mm-hmm. Could we just pick up?
1: Exactly, exactly. And that, and to me, it's about the experience, yeah. you know, it's about the experience that we're creating. Now, I love the concept of 10X, your expertise. I would love for you to share some of the core principles of your consulting process as well and how it helps those that are listening unlock these new revenue streams. Because that's how can we do money on the table?
0: (laughs) I'll tell you something. One of the, one of the, part of my journey was producing a couple of conferences and I was sitting with about 60 people in the conference. And I said, I just have this question. What would it look like to add a zero to your business? Mm -hmm. They went silent. And then they talked for 45 minutes straight with each other about all the things they could do to leverage each other. 60 people, how they could leverage each other's expertise, what they knew, Mm -hmm. what they didn't know, how they could help each other, and how fast that could make a difference. And then I said, not everybody wants to add a zero to your business. However, if they could 10x their expertise, which means if you can find multiple ways for mm. people to access your expertise so that the, the high-ticket version of you is something they can work towards but not start with, what would that look like? And that's when I came up with 10x Your Expertise because I said, you know what? You really have to go back, back a little ways to remember why or who you want to enjoy doing this with most. Because it's not in every, I don't care how many people say a lot of people, they will be able to give me a point in time where they had the most fun ever. Mm. And that moment when you had the most fun ever, you can describe who the person was, what their problem was, how you felt, and what they needed from you. So that you don't have to, they don't have to wade through a whole bunch of stuff. They get, you get right to the part where they have a pain point.
1: Hmm.
0: And so it's keeping the client's problems and needs in the forefront rather than what you know in the forefront. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. It does. And putting you in a position of being in service with your expertise, because that's where it connects. That's where it lands is this being in service to other people.
0: Because people don't really know that I've had all that experience in online learning. They know it as background. It gives me credibility, but what they love most is that I ask these thought-provoking questions that kind of challenge them.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And speak to that. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, like you said, is leverage expertise and our content. That's what I started about. Content is abundant, Mm -hmm. but often transforming that into a sales-friendly message can be challenging. So. Could you give us a glimpse into how you would guide an expert to bridge the gap between valuable content and revenue-generating content?
0: Oh, I love that question. Thank you. First of all, less is more. And people are surprised at how much less is needed. Hmm. It's not... When I go through a 10x your expertise process, I would say 100% of the time, We come up with an outline for the program. And as I move to the next phase, which is the content development map, I would say about two thirds of that content goes to the next course. (laughs) Two thirds of that subject matter goes to the next course, because if you want to be known for whatever this thing is, Mm -hmm. you have to give people an experience of your expertise in action and have them experience so the questions i start with questions about how you want to be known and who your target audience is questions that normally typically people ask but when we talk about your target audience i don't want a general description of that i want the person the person that came to you asked you these questions about what about Based on your expertise, this is my problem. How can you help me? I want to go from this kind of behavior to that kind of behavior. What can we do? And they, be be surprised. They may not know exactly how they want to end up, but you know how they need to end up. And so when you paint the picture of what their future could look like, they're all in. And you just have to replicate that picture in the experience.
1: A hundred percent and connect experiences. There's different levels of experiences too. Like you said, you right. can have your high end, most, the thing that would be at the end of this journey with you, mm-hmm. there need to be steps in place as well. And all of that can be content, rich content focused as a way to. And monetize. These, yeah. yeah.
0: You can have, and I think the, one of the things that I think you and I talked about was the customer journey. And if you can and, and people make assumptions about the know and trust part of your journey, like over time they hear about you. People know me, like me, trust me, but they haven't tried me. Mm-hmm. And if they could try me and it didn't overwhelm them time wise or money wise. Then they'd re- be ready for the next step.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So- and that's how most of us progress. Right. It's. It's always just a, a yes, right? You're saying yes, and that relationship expands as it feels good, as it's aligned with you, as it's working for you, and it is a great way to go.
0: And I'll tell you the truth: most experts start at the end. They start with the most complex, really getting. They want to share everything, and I appreciate that, but but. Everything isn't gonna matter if they don't have a foundation. So mm-hmm. I even went with my own advice, I created get ready to 10X your expertise before I did 10 x your Expertise. And it gives you like a taste of what 10X your expertise yeah. is like, but not the whole thing. Yeah. No nowhere near involved. It gets a but it gives them a little bit of my time. They have two meetings with me as opposed to four in the next one, which is in and the next one after that is like five. So
1: yeah.
0: that that's how I measure the
1: cost. Does that make sense? Totally. Totally. I would love to also hear like one of maybe your favorite stories of an expert who went through this process with you and turned their existing content into a lucrative business strategy.
0: It's a person who I've I've had a lot of people do this and they're all that last part of the process, of course, creation takes a while. So they're just beginning that part of the journey. But what i think is the most interesting story is really somebody that i've just finished working with recently so she's she came to me and she was a marketing person and had been a management coach and a leadership coach and she said i have so much content i don't even know what to do with it all plus she's certified in all these assessments and she wanted to say i want to get high potential leaders, not the VPs, but just underneath them, the directors. I want to get the directors really accelerating their development. And the, to me, the most important way for them to start that process is self-awareness. Hmm. But there's all, all kinds of other coaching she does. Okay. But as I looked, as we talked about the experience of working with her, the foundation for every coach, all the coaching she does is based on these just two assessments. Hmm. And I said, you know what? I don't know anybody who is an expert in self-awareness. And really helping people understand every aspect of their strengths and opportunities and what, can, what things need to be, what there, where there's opportunities for growth. And so that you can have a real prescriptive way of growing quickly. She's, I've never met, it. I know people who know a lot about assessment, but not like she does. Hmm. So we use her assessments as the foundation for the first course. And we're going to build all the skill development after that. Boy, if you've got self-awareness and you've got strengths and also know where you have to do some work. In the relationship area or whatever, great, get it done now.
1: It's such a strong conversion there. It is,
0: it such is so. Strong. I feel like she's she's now gone through my two phases, and she's moving on to the course development, and it's going to go easily because she's got a roadmap that takes her through the process. She knows what content goes where. i she knows even what stories go where because mm. I said because I also do transcriptions based on interviews and it's their voice through the whole thing.
1: I love that. And can you talk a little bit also before we uh, jump more to how you work with authors um, and experts? I'm curious as well, because you've been in the industry for a long time and you're seeing a lot of trends, you're seeing things that are coming about. What would you say the future looks like? And the trends that are starting to emerge as possibilities for authors and experts, especially for those that are aware of, okay, I'm using my book to somehow also be leveraged in my business.
0: First of all, your book is so much more is a library of programs. I could promise you it's a library. Even though it's one body of work, it's a library. And so that's where you're leaving. I'm afraid they're going to leave money on the table. To be honest with you. That's the trend has been using a book Mm -hmm. and creating one program. And that I think that trend needs to stop. I think you need to create the strategy that's going to give you the roadmap to creating a library. That's first of all. Second of all is the amount of interactions. It's been very, a little, a lot of video based, a lot of PowerPoint based and virtual, like live virtual classroom based. And I think it's going to move towards a much more facilitative approach. Mm -hmm. So I call that blended. Mm. And so there's going to be more accountability with people that you can have with a, a small group. And I'm not saying deliver it to 25 people. I'm saying deliver it to 10 so that it stays really so that something happens in terms of relation, working on relationships. Being able to stretch your capabilities. And if you have that controlled group, but it's all facilitated, and that's what the expert gets to do, you have time to create online the glue that goes in between the facilitated experiences. And it then becomes quite elegant.
1: It really does. And having, like you said, this hybrid nature to what's coming about, now you actually get even more live feedback. From yes. your user group and that will always inform maybe what the next product is or the next part of this journey is. And you 100%. really can lock in confidently knowing that what you're creating and producing is what people are asking for.
0: Absolutely. We collaborate on the most of the work. I don't want to work with people who wanna just throw it over the fence and say, Can you do this for me? Don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: so I think that the, I think that When you've been in business for a long time or you have and you've developed expertise and then you write a book that reflects all of your expertise and it's targeted towards a particular problem, the opportunities are endless.
1: Absolutely. I'm so glad that we're talking. That's that's what we're about, definitely the author's leverage and always wanting to be a support through visibility through product creation, and actually media as well, of course, and just helping to create the content. I think that's why we get along so well. Can you talk a little bit about how you actually help authors and what that looks like?
0: When authors come to me, they don't. I remember one in one case, an author came to me. She never ended up doing anything with me, but she thought like the first three chapters were the right beginning, for the right course. And I read through her book and mm-hmm. I said, really, what about the story that's in the middle of the book? That mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of brings it all together. She said, oh, like that was a leverage. That was like a turning point, a tipping point in the experience. Mm-hmm. And so you have to look for that in the book. And then there's so much that can be at." Built around it. Exactly. But the tipping point is the compelling reason to do this in the first place. So the exploration with the author is not to give for them to have me read the book to me or me read the book necessarily. And then I actually have to go in with the beginner's mind. Yes. And find out if they can share a story that kind of resonates the most with them out of the book. They've probably already said, done it. I just need them to share. Yeah. And I wanna share what it felt like for them. And if they have one more story they can share with me, I'll be able to compare how they feel between the two. And something changes in their voice and they get more excited about one versus the other. And I said, this is the centerpiece. So it's a lot of listening.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Everybody needs someone like Lynn in their corner. If you have a book, (laughs) I highly recommend that. Lynn, could you also share, as we're starting to wrap up the conversation, where folks can get in touch with you and if you have any other places you'd like to direct them to, feel free.
0: Okay. The place to find me is on LinkedIn. That's because I write a lot. And I think you have my LinkedIn link. The other place for the 10x Your Expertise course is on a platform that I share. So it's Fulcrum network.com forward slash 10 x your expertise. And there's another one just like that, dot network.com forward slash get ready to 10 X per, per
1: expertise.
0: expertise. And so the, those two links, I can send them to you, but the, I think the most important thing here is that We don't want to just do the beginning or the middle. We want to make sure you're successful. So there's marketing services that I'm talking to all sorts of people that we both know. And we're trying to figure out how to work together.
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. I know what you do.
0: You're the video queen. So Yeah. So there's
1: definitely bound to be a number of different ways to collaborate and do some things together, which is amazing. So yeah, um, everyone should definitely stay tuned to all kinds of things that are coming about these days. I love it. I love thank it. Thank you
0: for having me. Yeah, thank wonderful. you for so any
1: last parting words of advice that you would like to share with folks.
0: I would say just reach out and ask the question: What are what does it take to to create and launch a program? And it always starts with the strategy and people don't believe me. And I promise, well, here's the good news. You won't create the wrong course first.
1: All right. That concludes another episode of The Author's Leverage. And I trust you're leaving today's conversation inspired and equipped to see your book as a source for so many possibilities. Before we part ways, I want to remind you to download your copy of the ebook and its digital companion workbook, Five Ways to Get More Bang for Your Book. Again, it's a roadmap that's going to be useful to help you unlock the full potential of your book. Find it on our website, connect with us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and share it along with a fellow author. Until next time, remember that your words have the power to change lives. So keep innovating, keep leveraging, and keep making an extraordinary impact. We'll see you next time.